Sorry. Oh, <laughs> I'm just, I'm just that. <laughs> Literally, like finding oh, my I need style. to take a quick inhale. You know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like I'm in a yeah, class. Random. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Y'all feel better? Mmm. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, 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 wait. So, oh, We're going to have to take this out. I'm coughing, bitch. Can't just have me coughing. <laughs> That's fine. I'll mock. Hold on. Okay. <laughs> I just swallowed some spit. Sorry. I'm so sorry. I, I do like, it all the time. Oh, my God. Are you, are you good? It felt like I sucked a dick. Oh, girl. Ooh, uh, <sighs> For me. Oh, I'm crying. Hold on. See, now we smoking and sucking dick. What's good? (laughs) (laughs) Come one, come all, and welcome to another night of Drag. And yeah, if you know, you know. Thank you for listening. We're here to deliver another episode. But before we get into our first segment, the dragging, it's time for a quick roll call. I'm Carlos. I'm Misha. I'm Momo. And I'm Billy. And there was a little bit of tea. There was nothing on two T's, but there was a little bit of tea on um Nina Bonina Brown. Still dragging her, so don't pick up the bitch. Yeah, we're calling you out, girl. Um, uh, but before is it we bad? get, yeah, yeah, we're gonna to bring it we, here. Sure is. Yeah, <laughs> it, exactly. If we're gonna drag someone, and we only get one or two or three or maybe however many I want, but mainly one or two people dragging. So yeah, it's gonna be special dragons. Um, so yeah. Uh, before we get into it, you know, at least just make sure you watch the show because we're going to drag something that she talked about in the show. So she was watching The Runway and saw Got Mixed Little Black Jabriest. Um, oh, well, actually, I guess that was from last week. So she saw her little black dress and um, she had a little comment that was very, very transphobic. Even though it was a tiny little comment, everybody was like, mm, girl, we heard that. We heard the comment. Um, you still put it in the edit, which is funny. She said, she said, um, of course, Gottmik can wear, be naked and have curves, but we're not going to talk about that. You people have like worms in your brain, honestly. It was bad for her. It was really bad for her. And yes, I was sharing the, the shady post towards her. And then continues to talk about the outfit like she didn't say that. And I was like, girl, at least take that out the edit. Um, yeah. So that already, that just says it all. It's transphobia. So it's not really a dragon. It's just like, girl, you, you shut the hell up. Just shut up. Yeah, I second that. You yeah. Know? Like, do I give a fuck? No, not one. How many fucks do I get? Zero. Exactly. So therefore, your comment is irrelevant. Mm-hmm. That's it. Like that's, Andy, that's your own editor. So. You know, it was just <laughs> really bad your, for her. How you set your own self up? Like, I was like, why would you keep that in the edit? That's what didn't get me. I was like, okay, well, you just edited it. So you looked, 
even more bad because you put it in? Like, I don't get it. You, okay. Yeah, it sounds like you either edited it to be salacious or you <laughs> seriously don't have a consciousness of how this is affecting people. And I really don't know which one it is. And that's what's scary. scary that's for me. true. It's true. It's one you thing. You know, it's a mix of both. <laughs> it's a mix of both. But it the thing was about a joke. No, but you didn't say JK though. But Do you I gotta have to understand, say it, girl, honey, it's a joke. It's- I, I hear that. But yeah, that's the dragging. <laughs> little, 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 little quick dragging because it wasn't really anything like fun or entertaining. It was just like, oh, we're really doing this. I, I get it. And it's funny because right after that, she talks about, she gives her critiques that we, we actually gave, which was like, we've seen it. Like, you've been naked. But it wasn't about, you know, anything about like transness or anything like that. So, and we can move swiftly and professionally next so i want to ask like maybe something more lighthearted in terms of like what have you guys been watching for joy um or entertainment i was gonna say, was gonna say judas and the black messiah but it's about the assassination of the black panther so not really joyous <laughs> um but great performances nonetheless um daniel kalia can do no wrong uh oh i watched malcolm and marie um what's that that was nice i see okay that's the one with zendaya in it where she's like the girlfriend of this director who doesn't thank her in a movie even though like she probably inspired the damn movie and it's pretty much this like play like film where they just like have like this argument in this beautiful house um i could i thought it was good some people had critiques obviously but it's a movie well, who doesn't have critiques True. Um, <laughs> Love Zendaya. That's all I can remember right now. It's... Well, to... what about you, Mimi? Yeah, go ahead. Well, Mimi. today, um, I was watching "It's a Sin" that just dropped on HBO Max today. Ooh. Um, if that doesn't actually tell you what date we're recording this, I don't know what will. But um, well, it was really good. I was really excited for the movie. Or it's actually a TV show, to my surprise. You couldn't really tell from the trailer. Um, but it was really good. It had some funny parts, but of course, it was very sad as well because it talks. It is about the AIDS crisis in the eighties in London. So a lot of death and some sad things in there. But I think it was really well made. Great acting. It was definitely fun. But I did binge it like today. So that was like five hours of my time. But Worth it. But aside from that, I did just start rewatching Sex in the City again because it is what? Remastered in HD. So <laughs> your favorite what three words. <laughs> so yes. How far have you gotten? So just the far? first episode. <laughs> but I'm already like, yo, this is a whole new world. This looks so much better than before. And it's in surround sound now, not just stereo. So I'm like, okay, I'm immersed in this sex in the city. <laughs> True. Dolby Vision 2? No. HD. Oh. Just HD. Oh. It's not 4K or anything. Am I- What's the <laughs> Dolby stereo? Is that what you call the audio system? Stereo is just 2.0, so left and right channel. Um, okay. But this is it's surround sound 5.1. So front, left, right, and rear channels, and the subwoofer, of course. But is there a Dolby title with that? As like, 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 there's Dolby Vision for the visual, but what, what is that? Yeah, Dolby called? Vision is enhanced color with HDR, 
Um, Dolby Atmos is when you that. have immersive audio with three-dimensional sound, but that's only newer things. Um, TV shows typically don't have that. It's just Dolby 5.1, which is a standard compressed lossy um, surround sound configuration. And that is your tech lesson for the day. <laughs> oh, stop. It sounds much better than when it was airing when it initially came out. <laughs> I'm not well versed in it, but I, I haven't seen Sex in the City either. But I do love HD. And, you know, I'm, I've, I've, even without watching the show, I've embraced Samantha. Like, that's me. Your penis is too small. Did you ever stop to think that maybe your vagina's too big? <laughs> what can I say? I need a big dick. I hear that. As <laughs> so i need to you know stop method acting and get to know the character like I <laughs> so i will definitely be jumping into that soon because yeah, then believe. we can actually talk about it because momo yes, was I'm just wrapping up y'all. watching it too right <laughs> he said yeah let me tell you I'm how the season. second half of season six <laughs> and <laughs> but i will rewatch with y'all t that's awesome what about you, B? Have you been what you've been watching? Um, I've been re-watching a few things. Like I've been watching a little bit of Survivor, a little bit of Big Brother. Mm-hmm. I've been watching um since we've been talking about Tanisha Iman, I I've been watching Bring It a little bit. <laughs> um Come on, Coach yeah. D. Any update on the shoes? Um, no, I will let y'all know when I get on. Hopefully, I get on before the season ends because I'll be sad <laughs> if I don't get on before the season ends. They gotta come in time for the summer. I know. I'll be like, girl, I need those. Well, you don't want to I wear want them anytime them. soon because all that salt on the ground is gonna totally damage them. Oh, well, yeah, I'm not gonna wear them in the snow. I'm gonna <laughs> wear them definitely when it's just nice out and I can just walk fresh. Fresh. I'd be stepping. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> I'm going to be able to camera. Are those the new Tamisha Imans? Exactly. You better, you better close out. Oh, yes. Here we have Billy Griffiths and the Tamisha Imans. <laughs> Come on now. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the Tamisha Imans. Yes. You didn't Cute. know? <laughs> God. Well, for my... Oh, wait. Uh-huh. Uh, no, I'll go after you. Never mind. No, I want to hear it. <laughs> no, I forgot that we were. I was like, what did I watch? I was like, no, we were watching uh, more of Drag Race UK. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. We, we saw the iconic Ginny exit. I screamed. <laughs> um, that's all I got to say about that. <sighs> oh, um, oh, my God. One of my best, one of the, my favorite lip syncs of all time. That's crazy. Like, were you gooped <laughs> or not? Because it was so funny. <laughs> I and like I and I knew ahead of time. Okay, she quits. And then when I was there, I was like, "Wait, how did she quit?" I was like, "Is she?" I was like, "Is she just gonna like at the end be like Rue? I'm done." No, nope. she just I mean, chuckles. Literally, she blows a kiss. She blows a kiss off stage. She laughs. I was like, I was "That like, was yes. delicious." That's that's the perfect exit. And then she goes on the Twitter rant. And I'm like, yeah. yes, exactly. exactly. I need to get into all of that. There's like a video where I guess the interview she does, but I'll get into that. And for my anime girlies, Attack on Titan season four, 
That is... It's so much to get into that story, so I'm going to just say, for those who know, you know. And I'm going to move on. <laughs> I saw mm-hmm. season... Go ahead. Oh, no, I was going to say, I've heard that it's real good, but I haven't really started any of it. I've just heard if a you... lot recently. Are, how do you feel about, like, extremely gory things? No, I'm not the, I'm not the gory eaten? person. Such as, like, a giant eating you? Mm. I'm just, you know. Okay, yeah. Um, <laughs> like, I'm yeah, fine with it, but I'm not interested. Like, something in me was just going to say no and let you just watch it, but I couldn't be that. I feel like I would have been fucked up for not telling oh, you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's incredibly gory, but I can't knock it enough. <laughs> I saw season one and maybe season two, but I want to believe season one because. That I could tell you I remember pretty vividly, but a season two narrative? I'm just making it up. There ain't a show like that. You know you saw it. Literally. But yeah. And it is good. And I feel like I, I, I'm I'm disappointed that I fell off. But, you know, I guess it's something I can redis- like jump back into now because I didn't even know they were on season yeah. four. Like, okay. And th- there's so much I forgot that happened, so I need to rewatch it anyway just for funsies. But um, I need also make it back on my anime baggie. <laughs> True. I feel that. But yes, go on to you. On to you. Oh, I wanted to share with you guys that, like, uh, I've been revisiting, uh, not revisiting, what am I saying? I've never gone through this Marvel Cinematic Universe, and me and a friend of mine, uh, we decided to go through it from start to finish. So, most recently, as far as movies, I've seen Captain America, Captain Marvel, the first two, not the first two, Iron Man and Iron Man 2, and the Hulk, the Incredible Hulk. And so far, it's been pretty good. Like, now after watching, like, the first five, like, I'm like, okay, like, you can sort of start to see, like, the differences in cinematic style. Especially for the Hulk, because that was done in partnership with Universal, I believe. It's just not completely done by the Marvel Cinematic Universe team, Marvel Studios team. But overall really fun loving all the superhero action like it's giving me life i've been having a good time with it did you watch captain marvel is that yes. a part of the beginning yeah it takes place in around the 80s oh you mean you mean you're going through like time wise not actually not when it came out got it no yeah got not like release. Got it. Yeah. i was not- confused i was like wait a second t I do need to clear that up that when I did say that, yeah, it wasn't in chronology from 2008 on. It was in in the order that they have for the storyline. No, that totally makes sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, it sounds like we've been watching a lot of good stuff, and I can't wait to hear. I can't wait to hear what we talk about next week because I know it'll be a bunch of other stuff, too. <laughs> yep. All right. Well, let's get on out of here and go on to the next segment. Yay? Definitely. Let's do it, ladies. Oh, now we got to go? All right. Welcome back, listeners. And now it's time for the next segment, which is the recap. Momo, can you take us through it? Sure can. Girl, what's going on? So for the seventh episode, we had an improv challenge done with a second installment of the Bossy Rossi show. But first, we have a, a pretty infamous mini challenge, which was the reading challenge. Um, did you guys have any standouts? What were your overall thoughts of it? 
Uh, weak as hell. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that was all I got. So, mediocrity is not an option for me. I don't want that, and neither should you. <laughs> like I, I had some standouts in there, but definitely overall weak as hell. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Like pretty unsatisfying in comparison to <laughs> other seasons when you're just like, oh my god, <laughs> like so funny. But this is like okay, they tried and there failed. Like, but there's maybe like five that I can recall. Yeah, like two of that... them sharply that I actually like. The three of them were terrible. Oof. Um, it was Rose's candy eating lots of it. I love that. And oh, then yeah. you know, got mixed. You know, the pug. Yes, the pug. Oh that my god! <laughs> Although I the, swore she had another killer. one before, the but killer. I was losing my mind. She had one, but the pug was the killer. Yeah, it was the only one. Um, <laughs> that and I. Else? It's, I was gonna no, go on. I was gonna say I really like the little shade that she had for Tina. That one really got me because what did she say? You'll have like a nice if drag doesn't work out, you'll have a job in the NFL. And then when Tina said tight end and got me said that's not what I heard. That's yes, that was it. <laughs> oh, that moment. Tina, Simone coming for Tina being like, how much Tina have you actually burned? Oh my god, <laughs> she said, "Look, I know, bitch, you've been in this game. Don't tell me, don't lie to me." But it seemed like they skipped some people, right? I mean, that means that they be bad. Damn. That means they, they always they, they made sure to keep time for Elliot. Yeah, and that, <laughs> that means they be bad. Oh well, no, they have to have the worst in there. And it was funny for Elliot's. I was connecting with Rose the most harder and harder in this episode because mm. she laughed in Elliot's face, and that's how I felt. I was laughing because it was so like cringy. It was like, oh no, you brought a prom. Not not super annoying or whatever. We already have glasses. Oh, no. That's a prop. No. Get her off. You good? No, you're not. You're not, baby, and it's okay. You're not good, and it's okay. You don't need to be good all the time. It's okay to not be good. And so Rosé's <laughs> laughing at that, and I was laughing at that, too. Oh, um, Just for the listeners, do you guys have any um favorite seasons where you had better, where you saw you saw better reading challenges? All Stars 2 was just like, ah, uh, she just ate. Everybody just was eating around, and they had so many years, and so many tours, and so many best friends to just tarnish through their through their reads. It was great. It was great. It was great. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, other than that, like, I just remember specifically that. I was like, wow, this is, people are reading. <laughs> Um. Oh yeah. So then, Gottmik won the challenge, which again, pug line. Does. Yeah, it's deserved. Mm-hmm. So did then you guys the... like Denali? I did. I, she just it wasn't. They wasn't like standout, standout. You know what I mean? They had they had nice ones. They were. Yeah, they it were wasn't cute. like exceptional. It was definitely. Yeah. I can tell she chuckle. made them. She wrote them, so that was good. You know, okay. some of these hoes. I, feel that. I don't know if they wrote them because you know co- they get com- comedy writers, whatever. Blah 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 mm-hmm. blah blah. But I could tell Denali wrote them, which is like I I admire Denali because she does everything to extra. You know, she does it rather than original. She be, yeah. she be having other people do it or whatever. Yes. Well, Denali you can tell Elliot gosh. wrote hers. Oh well, yeah. <laughs> um, yes, we could. And I also admired that. <laughs> so I wrote it. I brought the prop. I did my homework. You know, she really did. She really did, and I admired it. That's why I laughed. 
and ambition. Credit for effort. Um, <laughs> so yes, first for the maxi challenge, we had the improv again, the Bossy Rossi show. Um, let's just go through it through each group separately from like pre challenge, the actual challenge, and how they felt afterwards. So first, we have I'm pregnant with my imaginary boyfriend's baby with Denali, the, the super duo of Denali Rose with Lalari. What did you guys think of that one overall? I love them um, them as a group. So that was just yeah, just like first of all, I was like, oh yeah, I'm rooting for them. Um, and they seemed to work well together. Like, they were like, oh, you're going to be that person? Oh, you're going to be that person? Oh, okay, I guess I'll be this person. Cool, and it works out. You know what I mean? It wasn't, like, fighting. There was no turmoil. And then when they did the scene, I was very fine with it. Like, it was a good scene. Not saying they're fine in, a like, a moot way, but, like, a... Like, fine like, as in they're good for the week. Yeah, exactly. They were good. Like, they were safe. I didn't think that, like anybody was too terrible and I did actually think that people were really really good so that's good okay. that's a good scale you know what I mean that's, there was, I didn't think La La Rie was as bad but we're gonna, we'll get to that Tell it. I just we can't didn't get to care it, I didn't care that care for them saying La La Rie was that bad um, <laughs> I think that he wasn't <laughs> I agree and at the end of the day this is an improv challenge and she was keeping up she was bringing the energy and she was improving. like she had good she had good jokes in there like when she said when she entered yes mm-hmm. and you said, always want to like bring the energy up a little bit and even if because she's got, someone gotta play the straight man exactly. so you gotta you gotta like she has to balance it out. She can't just be the too too crazy. And I get her energy was a little low in the beginning, but she has to come into a scene and bring the energy. And so like I get like being a little like dipping in the beginning, but then she brought it up. And notice like after they are they already like had their little snide comments. Well, the producers put them in, but they had their com- comments. They didn't really say anything about Lollary because they couldn't really say anything about Lollary because her energy was fine. <laughs> she delivered. So it was funny. It was Ross, just really like funny. the little white baby bump moment. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it was. I just. I didn't think. And that. you can't just have like three people just be it all loud at once. Over exactly. You have to have a balance because then you have a you have a milk situation, and that is messy. <laughs> um, not to call back to another week, okay, <laughs> but exactly right. Uh, what did uh, Carlos or Misha? Did you guys have any thoughts about it? Mimi, you want to go? I thought, well, I pretty much agree with everything you guys are talking about. I think it was a bit more balanced, of course, with just Rosé and Denali initially. But I do see, I don't know, you could you could feel that it was a little awkward when Lala Rie came into the picture. But I think you could just tell that she wasn't nearly as confident. Because acting doesn't appear to be her thing. Um, which, I mean, I would feel super uncomfortable with it, too. <laughs> Especially with these two others who are very rosé, of course, like, does her girl group stuff and, like, acting all the time and improv. And I think Denali does some of that a little bit. But I think just the vibe between rosé and Denali was a little bit better. That was in shade. (laughs) No, I know. (laughs) (laughs) She's a figure skater. She's just a figure skater, girl. Yeah, we got it. (laughs) Like, the bitch be on Blake. Copy. (laughs) So, yeah, I could just... Yeah, you could just kind of feel it, you know, like the sensing that Lala Reed was just a, just a little off, but it didn't seem terrible. But 
it was just funny when when she was asking them to like fall back for the trust fall and Ross was kind of like are you sure you want to do that <laughs> yeah like like no period not even yes anding it just being like right right like aren't you supposed to yes and shouldn't you be like um yeah let's try this um, I don't know if it's gonna work out, but let's I'm try like, it. There's not a real baby in here, stupid. Let him do it. <laughs> like Ross, it's not your joke, Ross. Do you, <laughs> do you trust baby. Jerry? I was like, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. It just seemed a little sus- suspect. Be- people's people's facial expressions and music cues were a little suspect. I was like, okay, I get it. She's gonna be in the bottom. We get it. <laughs> yeah, it is interesting that you. Call- I didn't. I'm glad you called it out about the. They didn't really say anything to her afterwards. It was more towards Elliot that felt like. But yeah. Anyways. Um. Do you guys else have any other comments about their group? No, I think we got. Mm-hmm. Not I. All right. So then next <laughs> we have uh, breaking my silence, escape from the cult of mymology with Got Nick, Olivia. Come Lutz, on, title. Spoiler: the winner of the group, and <laughs> Utica Queen. What did y'all think of them? First, should we get into before the actual challenge where they were Utica and Olivia were going back and forth over who oh should my God. play the mind? <laughs> no, of I course. I was arc with Olivia, but I need to take a, a puff of this. What do y'all think? A tiny bit. Like it's the only reason the irk some comes is because of the baby voice. I don't. I don't like when. Like people be using like baby voice when they like passive aggressive. Yeah, yeah. It's just very like Yeah, that's me. I'm... At that point. <laughs> just say and I do I've done it. I do it. I oh I'm always working on it. I will it. continue mm. to do it. I will continue <laughs> Hashtag <laughs> cancer cup. And I get and I get it and I understand it, but it is annoying. Like I can take that to count and be like, I don't do this. So I don't necessarily care to see it. You know what I mean? We're keeping it real with each other now. So can I keep it real with you, Liv? So that annoyed the crap out of me. I'm not even gonna like miss words with that one. I was like, girl, I need you to be the shady girl because we know she's shady. She's always the one that's stirring the pot. Which is, and I love a shady girl. Y'all are already, yeah. already know I'm a candy stand out here, and we <laughs> and there ain't nobody shadier. So I'm sitting there like, can you just be the girl I want you? And if you're going to be the, the pheromone type, then like you kind of have to always be that and not kind of know that you're being shady. But I know Olivia is so smart. You can tell that, that that girl is smart. So you're just sitting there like, girl, by her choices, you can tell she's smart. So I'm just like, girl, you need to give up this baby crap. It's because you're cute. And we get you're cute. But like you, we, there, you got more things going for you. Yeah. <laughs> you can get yeah. your ways better, and you don't need to go for Miss Congeniality because it shows. <laughs> mm-hmm. Just say what it's you like, mean. Yes, it's like yes, Liv, Utica kind of did set herself up by being like, "I want to be the mom. I think it'd be oh, totally. At this, all, all <laughs> she totally did, <laughs> and all that." And they were like, "So you're saying you're gonna win?" Exactly. Yes. And that, and that's what I would have been because then, because she, she, and I get it. You want to like be objective in the situation but if you already kind of right. know if you're going to give us the energy of I already know girl then give them the energy of I already know girl don't be afraid don't be afraid you got to be like Shangela with that reggae option you know what I <laughs> mean five steps ahead of everyone <laughs> like I just <laughs> I can't like I, ha- I, I can't with that I need the, the passive aggressiveness to either like 
be a thing of yours like oh girl well that's your thing rather than like you pick and choose when you use it and you going into the diary room like girl I'm taking this role like because I live for that I'm taking this role like I'm I'm snatching the role. That's what Candy did like last week. I was gonna say, you know, like Candy that. already did like, that. She was like, I oh, that's me, that's that. mine. Don't even talk about it. <laughs> and, and like, <laughs> I we opened it instead of highlighting. <laughs> <laughs> didn't even reach it. And like, I was like, okay. Like, it's so, it, it's funny to me. And that just might be my personal like taste of watching. Oh, no, but it's, it's funny definitely to funny to the viewer, but in the room, <laughs> no, I'd no. be like, bitch, what? <laughs> I would be like, too, I'm likely irked, but then but, you'd like, be like, uh, yeah, exactly. I'd get, I'd be like, okay, do I wanna switch my role? But then you gotta fight. You gotta be, you gotta be prepared to fight. Right. You know what I mean? And I'm here, and mm-hmm. I'm here for our fight. You know what I mean? Because it's a game. At the end of the day, like you have to fight. It really for... is. You, it really is. Yeah. So, what do we think of um, the actual challenge? I really enjoyed um, Olivia's performance. I really liked how Gottmik was like a great support to Olivia. Olivia was doing great. But for a little bit, I felt like Gottmik was just kind of reciting what Olivia was doing. And I'm just like, okay, Gottmik, I'm going to need a little more improv. But uh, then, you know, she kind of gave me some ebbs and flows, like uh, when Olivia was running. And she's like, what is she doing? Oh, she's tired. She stopped for ice cream, you know. (laughs) So I had some peaks and valleys there. Some of the lower points for me were with Utica's performance, who I feel like got lost in there. I thought she came in there and, like... I feel like improv is supposed to like, like the yes and, and, and she's telling, giving me like a long spiel on Starbucks. I'm like, girl, every second's precious. What's going on at Starbucks? And it doesn't quite get there. Her performance, it doesn't quite match uh, with everyone else. But uh, what do you guys think? And Utica came in Uh, looking a mess. So you expected there to be a lot like of character with that, but it just seemed to land flat. No, like, especially for how strong the performance and dynamic was between Gottmik and Olivia. And then Utica coming in, and it was like, okay, cool, this is going to, like, take it to the next level, and it really didn't. So it was just kind of, like, uh, a bit disappointing. But I think Gottmik did a fantastic job portraying that character before Mm -hmm. Olivia came into the the scene, and then when she was able to work back and forth. Um with olivia as well i thought that was pretty fantastic and then it was just it just let you down when utica came in i was like utica we were loving her and she was the entire time talking about how great she is at improv and i was like said who because this is not the performance it's not even giving what y'all said it was supposed to give no Said her little population of like ninety seven or whatever. Right in Utica. In Utica. <laughs> oh, I, yeah. Didn't Bob look up? He was like, "There's two hundred seventy one people in here. How many of y'all form the improv troupe?" The lady said no. That's hilarious. But yeah, it, also, I mean, I will say she did look really good in her like the normal hot look, but um, it felt like she was just talking in circles. Like I just heard a lot of "Oh my god" and "She's so loud" and "Shush," and I was waiting for her to get into like. I guess the origin story, which I thought she like maybe crafted. I don't know like how long they give you to like read the thing, the the like um, situation before you actually go on. But I, I guess you have time to like get ready and all of that. I figured you would have had like some sort of like origin story before, and if you're like an improv master, um... that's what they were saying. I think at the end they were like, 
I think RuPaul was saying, like, it was obvious that they hadn't really, like, fleshed it out, like, given, like, had time to really develop a storyline to go off of. Because, like, yeah. the scripts just, or the, I guess it's not really a script, it was just something that, like, a sheet of paper that gave it's like some prompt. details it's and gave a couple ideas of what the characters are going to do. But, like, the entire thing, like, they didn't really have a beginning, middle, and end, or really a good, pers- like, concise storyline to go off of. Well, but it felt like Gottmik and Olivia did. <laughs> so, like, that's what yeah. was bad here. <laughs> I honestly was surprised she wasn't Udika? at the bottom. Or not, like, like, the bottom soon, yeah. I didn't want to see her go. Mm-hmm. I know, I didn't want to see her go, but it was... Really I mean... <laughs> yeah, I was like... You've been touched by an angel, girl. I think production had something to do with that. I feel like her dress also had something to do with that because if we're if we're gonna be counting runways Mm -hmm. because people be counting runways, apparently they did that with Utica. But I don't I don't know. I feel like that whole scene was good but very like not saying that everything is not rudimentary theater, but this one was very like very rudimentary in the sense of like Oh, Gottmik and Liv kind of had uh, not an easier role, but they had, oh, this girl is explaining this girl. We know what this kind of dynamic is. And then we just kind of have to explain what's happening. Mm-hmm. And then it kind of fell onto Utica. And that's why Liv was, Liv specifically said, if I, don't, if I do something else, I think I'm my man of honor. And I was like, um, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, it, fe- it obviously fell on Utica to come in and explain the story. And she didn't do that, which she didn't do that. But they also knew that they weren't doing that either. They were like, ah, yeah. And and I don't know if they right. really like, hired her out in any sense. Because if it was a background thing, then they should have, they should have. Yeah, you know what I mean? all of them interacting and like objecting but or something I, like but that. It, it, but it, either way, they made themselves look good. And that's your the whole point. And so it's it's just mm-hmm. it's just an issue. Their scene was very superficial, like a lot of the others, like all of the scenes. But like this one was very like, oh okay, Liv kind of had no lines. I kind of wouldn't have been giving her as much credit as the judges would have given her to be like, you won. I'm like, but your bitch ass ain't got no lines. So I <laughs> yeah. Did you guys? We're already here now. Did you guys think her win was deserved? I do. I would have given it to her still. I thought it was uh, very well acted. The performance was good. Not even just to say that the acting was good, but I thought the performance was high. I thought there was a lot of dimension to her character. And I thought there was a a good build up to her her climax when she was, you know, had her moment with her mom. Like, oh. But, you know, that's just my opinion on it. What about uh, one of you guys? What do you think? I mean, I think... Honestly, the mime role is kind of a cheat because you don't got to say no, yeah, shit. I would, I would definitely. So, because you <laughs> already know if Olivia felt... had to improv and say shit, it wasn't going to be that no, great. And it definitely, she took the easy way out a lot of the mime roles. Like, I would have wanted to see what Utica was. They always talk about, like, you're taking this and you're going to spin it. You're going to flip this character. You're going to do this, these crazy things with it. But Olivia didn't. She did the basic, you know, this is what I would have seen in a theater 101 class. And that's fine, 
But right. that's what I saw. And I've already seen that. So I don't need the dick jokes. I don't need the, like, I don't always need that. And you don't need to always go there, especially if you're not going to have any lines. And you're only focusing on your body language and your physical character. I do not think that your story arc did that much. It was very one-dimensional to me. And, like, it, it, I, I, I don't know. I would have rather seen Utica be that role because I know that her physical comedy would have been better because I've seen that on the runway. That's literally what she gets mm-hmm. complained about is her physical, her physicality, not meaning blah, blah, exactly. blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Her facial exactly. expressions, like all of And she stuff. said that she does Which, mind stuff, so I'm just like, I would have rather seen it because she was super, 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 superficial. So I do not think so, and I think that other people outslayed her on the runway, that, but, we're, but we're literally sure not did. there yet. That's why I didn't want to get into that. Cause, <laughs> I think we're, we're, we're not even there yet. Ah, we, but they're the next group because we can get into that. Yeah, that's really all we have to about that group. Really? Yeah. All right. Let's get into the next group. Uh, we have former teammates <laughs> with Candy Muse and Simone. No. What was else you wanted to say? Yeah. It's just a good intro. Yeah. Choice words. Queen. I was like Candy and Simone, right? Yeah. Okay, okay. So, so, <laughs> yeah. So this was sort of like the parody of the Simple Life. Oh, <laughs> what did you guys think of it? Of them overall, not the Simple Life. These two. So I thought Candy's performance was a little lackluster. Like she had said that she was going to like kind of tone it down, not give as much attitude because like she wanted to show some other sides. But I think this would have been the time to really do that so like i think it worked okay but it just seemed a little passive you know it didn't seem as present as she normally would be in her character but simone otherwise completely brought the entire game so deborah Mm -hmm. from the entrance to leaving just I can't believe nobody climbed over that fence. I was like, that would have been the first thing I did. I would have climbed <laughs> over that fence and made a fool of myself. I don't get it. I was like, uh, what's happening? Why is Deborah the first one? Well, she had to be tall enough to well, do it. I mean, I mean, you know, you right, you right, you right. That's the thing. <laughs> I she said, I've been like, yep, that's what's <laughs> happening. And and now I'm bl- bloody on this set, girl. Give me this win, bitch. <laughs> Be like, I know you exactly. wanted that coochie shot. <laughs> no, I live for this. And I I um, somewhat disagree. I agree that they um that this role would have been perfect for candy being candy. Like the regular candy mm-hmm. that that's why we all I always mm-hmm. say that, you know, the judges need to be a little bit more a little bit more, a, a little bit more specific, or a little bit better at giving their critiques because they just be saying things out of their mouth that they think that judges should say. Like you should do the opposite of what I what you're doing right now because they don't really want them to be doing that. Not necessarily because it's going to help them out in the long run. You know what I mean? Right. And so she didn't really know how to channel it. But I, the the thing about it is, I also flip that and be like, she she had to be a straight man. I think of it in in the same regard as um, La La Rie and Rose, Rose with Denali. I feel like Rose was really crazy with Denali and La La Rie had to have some kind of straight man so that it's not just crazy, 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 crazy. Because that's just so unfocused. And I think that Candy gave that 
in the best way that Candy could. So I kind of gave her more of the benefit of the doubt because she's doing something that everybody else isn't doing. You know what I mean? In the sense... I have to agree. Yeah, listening and, like, no, literally those notes. And, like, honestly, this is the first time this season where I've seen a chick apply notes. And I'm so... When I say surprise, it's my girl Candy, I'm gonna have to give her props for that. And she did it in a way that wasn't, for me, as awkward as it might have come off as you, but she just came off as very, like, I'm hiding something, girl. Like, <laughs> she, came, she came off as a hee hee hee. Yeah, like, I'm exactly. simmering underneath. And she could do that because we know Candy, so she kind of is simmering underneath. Like, we know she got a lot to say. In the be- mm-hmm. So it kind of just, it, it, it worked for me, but I can understand why it didn't work. I just gave it more credit because I was like, as a judge, I should be giving it more credit. You know what I mean? Because I gave a, a note and that bitch took it immediately. And as someone that watches something, I'm like, oh, yeah, I want to see that. <laughs> yeah I have to I like go ahead um, really I just have to say that of that all that but also I really liked how they didn't just start at 11 mm-hmm. like a lot of people like, <laughs> <spoiler face. laughs> um, they sort of like they still had nice like funny moments at the beginning and like over time they let it build and build um, it's a nice rewatch yeah that's really what I appreciate about you that. know which is something that the other girls weren't doing. That's what I wanted to say about it as well. Like, I, I, I kind of get tired where it's just, like, high energy. I guess I'm just not that type of comic. That Jim Carrey type, type of humor, humor person. <laughs> yeah. I used to be a little um, Jim Carrey stan. I mean, you know, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's no sunshine forever. But, um, yeah, I agree with all you, what you guys need to say about this group. I honestly thought Simone, I would have given it to Simone. Um, the wind, but I mean, right? Because she actually weeks. said things. <laughs> I agree. Yeah, I'll, yeah. Well, well, um, I would have. And these two, these these two are honestly my top two for of the three for this week. Um, yeah, no further comments, <laughs> Your Honor. I wanted to say that um, what I really enjoyed about their performance, or what I really wanted to add on to what B was saying, was that I definitely agree that. I like that Candy wasn't super boisterous like she normally was because I just feel like the judges would have just said, like, we've already seen this. Like, even if it would have been fitting for the challenge, like you were saying, Mimi, I just think the judges still might have t- possibly taken that that angle of, like, oh, but we already saw you do this in the past challenges. So I thought this well, was right. Well, that's not necessarily you know, I what I meant. I meant I don't think that the judges should be telling her that in the first place. Like, I don't think that that is their place because they don't really know anything about giving critiques. So I feel like if they didn't tell her that, then she would have been very boisterous. You know what I mean? So then I feel like True. I'm I'm upset that she had to do this. I think that it's the best thing for her track record, but I do, I do agree with Nisha in the fact that I think that it would have been a better role. I wish she wouldn't have done it, honestly. I would have, she, she just would have been Candy and then would have steal, stole the scene. And then, mm-hmm. and then, mm-hmm. exactly, because she knows that the judges said something. And that's why I would have given her the win is because she's literally listening despite what's best for her. Like, literally, despite what's best for her. And then she yeah. still worked it out where it didn't, wasn't a detriment, where these other hoes couldn't do that, probably. Where Olivia was shaking yeah. in her freaking boots. Like, being the most passive-aggressive just to steal this roll-up mm. because she was like, girl, if I don't do this, then I might be landing in the bottom. And Candy said, mm, 
I'm gonna take that note. You know what? I'm gonna take it. I'm gonna roll with it. Um, I think fuck you, Michelle. I think that I, I, I I'm good the way that I am. But I'm gonna take this and I'm gonna still do it. <laughs> exactly. get this crown, and so I feel it. like, but I get where you came from, Carlos. Like I can see where you got that from. It's hard to explain because it's something where I'm more mad at Michelle, and I understand why Candy did it. I'm actually. I wish she didn't do it just to show them, but I know why she did it because she wanted to stay in this game. She's here for longevity, not to make a point, not to make a point. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And I thought this week that she showed yes, how adaptive exactly, she could exactly. be. So. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So I, that, that's really what I want to add to it. Cause it's true. Like you're saying, it is so hard to explain, but you get me. So, and we've, we've already said it all as well. So we're on the same page there. I do want to say that well, an example say of when because yes candy decided to kind of bring it down a couple notches because michelle visage told her to and so she wanted to kind of play within the recommendation and advice that was given to not just be the candy persona and character that we're used to seeing all the time to give some versus let's be honest (laughs) so let's let's put the microaggressions out there so when you're out, when you're, uh, when you're, Michelle, I'm oh, sorry. Yeah. I had forgotten exactly uh-huh. what her statement was. I just remembered that she had been like, e, that, that she basically had just said, bring mm-hmm. it down. She did. Um, but the example what? I wanted to bring up of when they had said to do that and then a contestant did the exact opposite was Miss Vanjie. I was thinking challenge. the exact same thing, but I and always she, bring her up. I think she won that <laughs> challenge because it worked with mm-hmm. that character so well. Wait, for that Get Out parody? Brittany? The girl Get Out? I don't remember which one it was. I didn't watch all of that season. I think we were talking season it was All 12? Stars. Wait. Vanjie. Because she was the first one to go on her season. Yeah, she was on the last season. She ain't on all day going on stars. Didn't she get on all stars? love. How many after? Oh, she just yeah, she came back for season eleven. Gotcha. Because I was yeah. like, I know she left the first one on. Her but she has. One. She didn't win. <laughs> she must have not won. But that challenge did she? No, win? because she didn't win. She really didn't. Yeah, she got she really got high, high praise, praise for that one. I just remember, yeah, I remember the praise. They were like, well, we were actually shocked. In like a, like a, in like a fetishy way. But see, of, but was, which know. challenge do you remember? Because if it's if it's a Britney challenge, she ain't do nothing. She just challenged, she just channeled the Vanjie. Yeah. And they told her to channel it. And that's what they should have told Candy rather than your hood and your this, bring it down. You know oh. what I mean? Just like when they'd be like, you know what? We know what that thing you just you know did. What I mean? Played that's the best what she part of you for this challenge. And then they're like, you know what? That's what it was getting more, more silky, where it was like, or Bob even, where it's like you're overbearing. Make sure that you're paying attention to other people in the room, and that's not necessarily true all the time. And I feel like in this case, it really hurt her because she could have done really, really well. Mm-hmm. Which is funny because Washington had the opposite comment of being like, "We're just not like Washington being like, we need to see less of you in these characters." And then when you do that, they're like, "I mean, that's <laughs> that's you what the issue about you out, the you balance know? that they're trying to keep." Like in they this just show. like right. You have to play it by ear. <laughs> you mean by the like, it's just this thing where like I guess a lot of people think that they're like a proper critique if they're always just like, like you said, just saying the opposite thing. It makes them come off more intellectual by being like. Here's what, here's what we're not seeing or whatever. Always trying to like deconstruct and just leave it at that. Well, like, 
You can yeah, something and you can and just be consistent. I feel like whatever. the Peaks, especially with this show, they need to realize that consistency is better than giving like like trying to get your Emmy worthy praise. But they're always trying to get their Emmy, so it's not it's yeah. not. And it's like that's not. I like, mean, that's it, it, it is, for, or is it for these great moments no, that I'm it, it and is. these workroom moments? <laughs> like, <laughs> no, it's why? for these lackluster moments. <laughs> It's just like have a consistent method of critique of what you want to see. It's like you just want to, you just need some new stimuli. Like that's not, I don't know. I'm tired. Anyways, y'all, I, about how do what? we feel about Tina Burner? <laughs> I don't know. I Should we go on to the yes, next? Yes, I was like, the next? Are we on the next girl? <laughs> the next group. All right, let's take on this final group. My best friend's six hundred pound ass is killing our friendship. Dun dun dun. With Elliot with two T's and well, Tina first of all, Burner. that's not a six hundred pound so... ass, and that's on Periana. Was it? I, I found it's not anywhere near well. as big enough. Have you seen my six hundred pound life? I thought you were about to <laughs> and say, and that's a whole I, person. You said six hundred pound ass. I was about to maybe be like, hello, Misha, maybe <laughs> what six hundred pound <laughs> ass you got? Because y'all saw mine in person, and that don't look like mine. <laughs> no. <laughs> I dare all of us to like, call, like, literally type in the words six hundred pound ass into Google and see what we. He did. said those aren't even three hundred pound pads. Right. What's going on? I d- I'm why are you doing pound this? Ass. And, <laughs> anyway, oh my god, what is that? Oh my god, what is that? So, what did you guys think of the of the group? Let's. How did you feel about them uh, before the challenge? With um, Tina just be like, you know that, you know, like, have you guys ever had that like person in school who would be like pair with someone and they'd be like, oh, why don't yeah. you stuck with them? No, that's or, their or, like projects. School. Everybody had that okay. person that would just always be like, I don't. I mean, I everybody's that person. You kind of, I mean, you know who you don't want to be paired up with. You know what I mean? Like, I had people I was like, I don't want to be paired up with this person because we don't get along. But Right, either you don't get along, they're stupid. Mm-hmm. They won't do the work. Right, they're lazy. <laughs> It'll be... <laughs> they're racist. Um, so, yeah, she was pretty apprehensive. I, although, honestly, after that reading challenge, I can see why she was like, fuck. I mean, after this whole show... It was a very... It, it makes... I mean, I wouldn't have wanted to be stuck with two T's either. Mm-hmm. Um, so yes, how, what did you guys think of their performances? I thought Tina was like on 120 and Miss T's was just T's. It was given a, a lot less. Mm-hmm. A she lot, was just lot, following lot her just like she was <laughs> following. It was high highs and low lows. She was, fo- she was just following the energy. She was just following. Just fo- I was like, okay, girl, like, I get it. You're supposed to be at the same energy as Tina. But it just felt like a weaker same energy. It was like, uh, I'm trying to be at the same energy as Tina, but I just don't got it in me, you know? Yeah, she's certainly not commanding uh-huh. the same level of authority in the performance, at least for myself. Yeah, I just don't. Were y'all feeling? I mean, it was a good performance. I think that the thing about Tina's performance is she's a smart queen. She dated Graham Norton. She's not because she didn't, and Carson Kressley, even though Carson Kressley ain't like smart. Like, I wouldn't be like, oh, he has a tip top IQ. But like, 
he's a pop culture person. And I feel like he's smarter than what people think that he's smarter than. So I feel like Tina Burner is smart and she is known for comedy. So she's going to be theoretically good at this challenge and the words that came out of her mouth were good. Like on paper, they would have been good, but it's the energy. It's the energy Very that she brings and it's kind of borderline desperate sometimes. And that's what I get. And it was just two desperate hoes mm-hmm. on stage. One bitch that didn't know what she was doing, and one bitch that was professional desperate hoe. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm gonna quote <laughs> you on that. That's my review of this thing because I just wasn't. It just felt very like just came in and just up. No, not a grinder hook. It just felt like Tom Green's. It just felt like Tom Green's. Like my bun is on the high trap one. Was it a cute? Like, did you walk in and you were like, "Yeah, that's it." Ass up. No, (sighs) no, it was Tina Burner. So no, and it was six hundred pounds and it was head padded. Nope, I answered my own question. Yeah, it just felt like again. I just that type of. I just wasn't feeling it. It was, it was just like at 11, just I'm going to come in with this wild energy and then that's all I need. It just wasn't doing it for me. But yeah, that's really how I, I wasn't really yeah. thinking about this group. I was <laughs> no, honestly, it wasn't a bad group. Like that's the thing. Everybody did pretty well in this challenge, actually. I was surprised that everybody was like at a, yeah, that's the thing. It, improv and drag race don't really work out <laughs> because then the scenes are either weird or the people in the scenes are just not improvers, and nobody wants, like, nobody really wants to see people that can't improv, improv. Like, not even... Right, so it's just cringy. Like, <laughs> like when most people are improv, it's just off of their own persona. So, like, exactly. I don't know when they would actually apply Like, it's like, IRL. yeah, sometimes you're in a, a movie, or sometimes you're in a show, or you, sometimes you have a cameo here or there, and Bob and you know Shout out to Shangela. And, and like there's people Shangela out there but like little. most of the time mm-hmm. you get to do your drag queen thing because people just like in the arts when you're not in the arts people don't really know what dance is really in the arts or like when you're outside of the arts or like what theater is outside of the arts like what that schedule looks like just like drag queens they're just like oh you gotta um you're a 1950s drag queen um your makeup is gonna show that you're a drag queen and your attitude is gonna show that you're a drag queen in the 1950s like that's what they don't really have any direction for you yet you know what i mean you're just gonna be a drag queen in the back and you're gonna say your little lines mm-hmm. and you're gonna look like a the time period and that's it that's it that's it mm-hmm. they're not gonna really give you any direction so you're just doing you you're never really doing this persona <laughs> yeah um y'all have any more thoughts about this group not about this group in particular but I did want to ask you guys if we were going off the performance alone and it was your call, who your bottom oh, two would have been. Performance alone? Ooh. Performance Ooh. alone. Yeah, no, yeah. It would be Beautiful. it would be Yeah, yeah. same. Yeah. I would probably And I'd hate to see her go. You know. If it were bottom I wanna three, ask... it would be inclusive of La La Lurie. Yes, but we're not doing that. We're not yes. because nobody cares about the bottom three because the bottom <laughs> two lip <laughs> that's the question misha wants to pose so yeah we could do that if, if she that's long she's talking about it too, we matter. could do that misha sure it's still that i was only saying that because in my head i was like trying to calculate and be like who did it worse so definitely elliot 100 percent. that's the thing i think elliot did it worse the worst but i can't tell like in my head lala re versus but i still think utica did worse than lala re in that aspect 
Yeah, I just yeah. don't think that. I think that Utica's. I think the the issue with Utica is that she had a great idea that didn't match what was going on in the scene because she was trying to be like, I'm going to put a big character onto this and I'm going to try to make make myself bigger than Olivia, but it wasn't going to read because Olivia already was like physical and that's just going to kill the show. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> Right, it's the story. You just gotta tell the story. Be safe. Yeah, you gotta be the straight man. You gotta be the straight man. And she didn't want to be. And then she was like, "I'm gonna be crazy." And it fit the the character because I'm pretty sure the prompt was of uh the mime that didn't talk, and then the mother that made her be a mime because she talked too damn much, and like didn't let her speak or da 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 da. And like that was obvious, but the way that Utica went about it was like, I'm going to forget the storyline and I'm just going to be a person that talks a lot. You know what I mean? Yeah, and unfortunately it just wasn't funny. <laughs> I thought some of it was funny, but I just thought it was not with the scene, so it made it a little yeah, less. Yeah, it just didn't yeah. work. I get that. Very unfitting for the scene because I would have wanted a lot more of like, a, yeah, yeah, that's my girl and I sure shipped her Yeah, off. I would have just wanted something <laughs> you know, to but... tell me the story because Gottmik and Utica couldn't tell me the story because it was literally, I mean, Gottmik and um, Liv couldn't tell the story because Utica was supposed to come in and, and give them the reason why Olivia felt this way. But mm-hmm. that's all right. on Utica. You know what I mean? Yeah, because that yeah. was like literally the purpose <laughs> of her being there. So it's was like tell to complete me the scene. what happened and like, like they really just set it up and it wasn't really like that much of a setup it was like oh mime oh why mime got this way ha ha hearty har har knee slapper and then Utica was actually going to bring the the like substance and then because she mm-hmm. came in saying you know venti tall i thought the tall thing was the, it was so funny but then it was just didn't go anywhere like it was her redoing the mime I thing know. like trying to trigger well, maybe, her maybe was maybe that, maybe was that what it was honestly Honestly, that's funny. I got that vibe. Like, she no, was, like, funny. miming in front of her to, like, trigger her no, being like, you. oh, shit, I she's just, doing the yeah, it just She just tried to do too much. And it didn't work. Yeah. Um. So, shall we get into our vulnerable moments of the episode? Cue the piano here. Um, so the three queens we got to see more into afterwards were Simone, Elliot, and Tina in that order. Um, so with Simone, so after the challenge, um, Simone, out of between her and King, was feeling the most self-conscious about it, thinking that we didn't deal with the other girls, because they all, because they also, they all got to see each other perform. I forgot about that. And she felt as though she they weren't giving the same energy that the others were giving. And she felt like that was to a negative. Whereas Candy was like, I think we're good. Like, I think you're thinking too much. Like, calm down. And Simone's basically like, yeah, my bad. Cute piano music. I- I was just overthinking too much because... I just have this pressure to be perfect, <laughs> which she is, but I have this pressure to I have this pressure to be what I am, which is perfection, because um her older brother, her brother, uh 
got arrested and it had a huge effect on the family just like because it destroyed their mother and he just always wanted to like be on like it's very much like you know good kid syndrome just i need to be on my toes to like just for your like emotional sake because Mm -hmm. of this example here i don't want to say example that feels fucked up but you know this example here um which i very much uh connected to and got um how did you guys feel about it was a nice moment i mean it's nice to always see the queens for who they are because uh, unlike some people um you won't get to see their insides and you won't actually know like last year with Gigi Good you didn't really have many moments of like vulnerability and so seeing Simone who funny funny Mm -hmm. Gigi Good's sister (laughs) is already having like a very very vulnerable moment (laughs) um and it's super relatable because we all if you if you're like a sibling and a younger sibling especially you you don't have to have someone like go to jail or anything Mm -hmm. just to like an older sibling go to jail or anything, but like anything that they did is kind of reflected on you or is like told like you can't do that or you see their mistakes and you see that and it trickles down to you and say you shouldn't do that. If you're a good kid, if you're, you know, reckless, then maybe you'll see that as an example. But (laughs) (laughs) but if you're like trying to live a life that your parents are proud of and you're you're trying to live in that shadow all the time and it does hurt because you're sitting there like i do need to do this and do this to be perfect and sometimes you don't have to do all that yeah sort of like well exactly am i when i'm not having this weight over my head (laughs) um but we can talk about me right now so (laughs) did you guys have any other thoughts about her I just thought it was nice to just, just like Billy was saying, just to have those layers open up and and really get to see more of the queens because these are the things that make them relatable. And I think we definitely see on TV and definitely in this group a lot in our lives feel how life is harder for POC people. So it's nice to see those stories being shared and told mm-hmm. because they're so important and they're not told often enough. So then we had another moment between... Elliot and Tina who were also well it really was Elliot feeling um self-doubt over how the challenge went um pointing out that you know when all was said and done and they were all discussing the show afterwards everyone reached out to like Tina being like great job great job great job and like I guess they did they like not say anything to her or they were like we're good too they sort of, like, didn't give her the same energy, which was, like, I mean, but I'm going to say you did it, too. It was really nice, but I get it. Um, and I guess for, for most of this episode, even around the beginning, she was just sort of feeling like the one outside of the circle. There wasn't, like, any, you know, subgroup for her to get with. There was, wasn't the Mean Girls, obviously. And it wasn't, you know, this, like, group that, like, Utica and this bond Utica and Olivia sort of have, <laughs> I guess not anymore now, um, or like, you know, or the ball head color. So she sort of is just like <laughs> on the outskirts <laughs> and feeling like, and feeling really down about it, sort of like, you know, the weird one in high school, basically. Um, and then she was sort of going into how she has a history of just clinical depression that gets her down. And that's kind of why 
she feels like it's sort of pushing everyone away or she's like sort of putting up a front sort of to not throw people off with that, which I do get. Um, and then I'll just get to it quick because it wasn't really that much. But then Tina really sort of had like a, a moment with her because um, her mother also has history with mental illness. So she was able to like, you know, they were able to have like a genuine moment for a minute, um, which was nice to see. I feel because of the things that we've heard that come out about Elliot, both like on the show and in the past, and then like, you like, do y'all know where I'm going with this sort of? It's sort of like, I get, people are fully like, people have, are, people have ranges, I guess. Um, I just, I clearly feel like somewhat conflicted in my thoughts. How did you guys feel about this overall? Like seeing this moment and knowing what we know about Elliot's like, uh, sort of like microaggressions and like sort of like and like racism and like transphobia and. I mean, I'm sure it comes out of insecurities, right? Like clearly just in that example alone when they were all talking and she was like well why y'all complimenting her and not saying a damn thing to me <laughs> and it's like well first of all do you want people to lie to your face <laughs> be like yeah you were great too it's like but, you but she might not know that you know what i mean she might have thought that she was really great and she was like we were in the mm-hmm. same scene i gave the because remember she's like copying energy like not not copying but like she 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 i feel like the feeding energy and the borderline of copying energy is very, very thin. And so I feel like sometimes she copies energy and she felt like she was giving the same energy that Tina Burner was giving. And there was no reason for them not to be like, oh, well, you know, you, you said hey to her. And you didn't say hey to me. <laughs> the way you said hey to her, you said hi. Um, but like, I feel like it is insecurities, but I feel like that mm-hmm. is like the the misconception. Like, it's like, I feel like she's losing that it's not the same energy and you don't give the same energy as other people. And it's not necessarily about like you, you giving the same energy. You just need to know what energy you're giving and that's what's confusing people. And I feel like that's what's like not read by her. I think that she is thinking that people, because people in the past don't accept her mental illness, which that is great that she got to talk about that because mental illness isn't talked about a lot. Um, but she is misconstruing yeah. them, like not liking that her or taking taking her under her wing or anything as them as her not opening up because of her depression. And I don't think necessarily think that that is fully true. I think that they are seeing some microaggressions that they are not mm-hmm. liking, or they're seeing things that. Or yeah, or that. Or <laughs> and so I think that, that is being picked up in the workroom or or whatever, and she's not seeing that. So she's like seeing, she's like going back into herself, which is good. Looking into herself and being like, oh, maybe it's because I'm I'm closed off because of my depression, and that's good to get her get her off her chest. But then Tina went and told everybody that it's because of this, and that's where I think that the like the issue lies is because Tina didn't really know anything about her. And then she already like kind of placed this, this like this distant veil 
over her. She's like, I don't want to talk to her. And my mean girls won't either. And then when she found out one information that connected her and she took it personally, obviously, she went to the mean girls and was like, oh, girls, she's cool people. Mm-hmm. She just did it's because of this. This is the reason. And you can't boil it down to just like one thing. It's like, no, that's a thing. But then you shouldn't just make that her thing now that you've replaced that with your other thing that you thought about her. Like it's just replacing one exactly. Yeah, like you can't it, just as if it excuses exactly. Some of the negative you can't just things that are make, valid. like boil it down to one thing because you already did that and that you, that already caused this problem of seeing Elliot this way, and then you boiled it down to something else that's not necessarily true. So then it didn't really help Elliot either because Elliot's sitting there like, oh yeah, it's because of my depression. Okay, I'm just gonna open up on that, and I'm like, no, you need to. They need to, you need to listen to Candy and say you need to be somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> like, like yes and if we want to call back to the challenge yes and I agree I was um, going to say that yes. I liked that they had that moment Candy and not I'm sorry not Candy but Tina and Elliot because I did think it was a humanizing moment for Elliot and I think that's good but like like B is saying I think you can't you can't use it as a placeholder for other issues that are being experienced or being talked about. Like, I feel like there probably is a vibe in the room that we're not getting a, a, a bigger picture of because they're not showing it to us. So I do think it's good that they humanize her, but it's like, yes, it's, 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 it's good to have that moment, you know, because she needs that moment, especially if they're just going to be painting her off as someone that's closed off and then not knowing why that's good for us as the viewer. But um, it's still, Go ahead. And then, un- and then, and then, on talk, we did see Candy also go up to her afterwards, being like, um, sort of get, like trying to like give her like a pick me up about her feeling down about everything once she found out she was going to be in the bottom, which was nice to see. I'm hoping that maybe with you know later episodes, because I feel like they haven't had problems discussing. I mean, there was that issue with the Vixen and the Queer where they openly discussed like the light microaggression thing. So maybe, maybe I'm. Oh no, they won't. that they'll confront that. Uh, in future I episodes, I mean, it took ten seasons, and they were they were microaggressions before that, and people talked about microaggressions before that. It yeah. was just not aired, and the Vixen was aired so that she could villainize her. It wasn't like aired so that she can be like. Oh my God! Look at these mm. black issues. That's really good. Or, or, or else, like RuPaul would have seen her and been like, "Oh my God, you were talking about so many black issues, and we love that about you." She, she, she was mad, just like she was mad at Jenny Lemon, and said, "It said I'm gonna come in here and, and fight this girl. Like mm-hmm. I'm fighting her." She talked about black issues on my show, on my black network. Oh no, with my black money <laughs> with, in front like, of my black ass. Like I was like. <laughs> Around my black oil, um, they they made her into the villain um, by bringing, which is so weird. They used like black issues to villainize her, but not make it seem like they were using it to villainize her. And I was like, ah, this is a mind fuck. (laughs) Yeah. All right. So we're getting around to our this recording. Let's get into the uh, lip sync. So the bottom two was Lala Ree and Elliot. And uh, they lip sync. Mm-mm. Does that sound? Yeah, lip sync. No, it is not that. But go on, girl. To Whole Lot of Women by Kelly Clarkson. And 
Lalari did end up leaving. How do we feel about Delpsing overall and Lalari go? I didn't want to see Lala go, and that's period. It was too early. That was really sad. But I knew right when I heard Kelly Clarkson, I was like, God damn it. I knew that she was still going to give it, though. One thing about a white queen, they're going to eat up a Kelly Clarkson. No, but honestly. If it's Kelly, it's in their belly. No, honestly. It's like, I mean, one part, she did just steal what La La Rie was doing. And I was low-key angry because I was just like, yeah, because La La Rie was doing that first. Like, I oh, well, they were winding down to the floor. Before the camera hit, and I was like, okay. Okay, girl. Okay. That was a little suspect. But then everything, I mean, mm. everything, everything. She hit, every, when I say hit everything, she hit every mark. She was doing this yeah. since she was, like, a child. Like, it's fine. <laughs> Uh, any more thoughts about the lip sync and Lala relieving? Great. <laughs> um, stream bad so good. We love uh, the video any, bad bitch anywhere you can find it. I'm on my get money bad bitch tip nigga. I'm on my get money bad bitch tip nigga. I'm on my get money bad bitch tip nigga. I'm on my get money big money. All right. So that wraps up this recap, which I really did think it was going to be like a quick 30 minutes. And I'm like, now it's a whole hour and a half of the damn show. So <laughs> uh, we'll wrap that up and then we'll get into Shall the we? looks. Okay, let's move on. Thank you, listeners, and welcome back. You made it to our third and final segment. We got some looks to go through, and for that, we have our Coon or Poon segment with Misha. Misha, can you take us through it? Definitely can. I'm a bad bitch. I'm a cunt. And I'll kick that hoe. Punt. So we're going to take a look at these looks for this week, and the category was Bead It. So beads on beads on beads. Um, so first up, we had Denali come out on the runway with this very elegant chandelier look. How do we feel about this? Coons and poons? Oh, period. Coons. Coons. Absolute cunt. This is not even a coon. This is a cunt for me. This gave me Roxy Andrews vibes. This is super coon for me, too. This is all-stars quality here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like when I said beads, you better give me beads everywhere like this. Right? I love this. Yeah. And with volume. And with what a great l- concept. A luminous. Like Lux. You thought that you were Lux. Looking like a million bucks. <laughs> like this just looks fun to walk around in. Yeah, yeah right. You can't sit in it, but like right. anyways. You can't really is... walk in it either, but you know, it's <laughs> fun to walk. But look at me spin around. This <laughs> is ballroom. I almost wish she had like light bulbs in there somewhere. Mm. Right, that'd be fun. Like next, next level shit. Like yeah, but they ain't catching no. She said she <laughs> said they ain't no like no light. generator on her back. <laughs> she said this isn't gonna catch light in these lights. There's there's no reason. <laughs> there's no point. I'm gonna pay all this money, and <laughs> it's not gonna work. She I'm said the beads are good. the lights, right? <laughs> but definitely a coon. Yeah, yeah super coon. Next up, we have Rose with this. Very colorful bead look. This is a coot. Mm, I'm finally glad to give us a. I know, right? Like, and I'm like, and I'm like, I can stand firm in that. It took me back like, to I don't got no childhood. 
Yeah, no bat. She looks soft as hell. She it is very the, soft. The 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 makeup was on the money. Like I was like, oh you oh you blended today. Yeah, this makeup. She did. Good. Yeah. She really did. You blended today, baby. <laughs> I stopped on her mug. I was like, oh shit! Now that you say it, yes, it is B. She was gunning for that win. No, she was really. Her and Denali were. They were. Yeah, the untucked. They were just like, I'm sick of this. I'm sick. And she spun out when she spun out. I was like, Oh no, she was eating this runway. She was like, I'm gonna eat this runway. I even did my signature bench. (laughs) Susan Lucci. (laughs) Susan Lucci. (laughs) Yeah, literally that. And uh, it's unfortunate because I really I thought that look was killer. I mean, there was a lot of great performances. But the look, woo, that was a killer one for, um, mm-hmm. sorry, we were talking about Rosé. Yeah, it's a coont for me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought you were, I think, were you talking about Denali? I was, that's, <laughs> what, that's <laughs> why it's a problem. Oh, yeah, 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 we're back to Rosé. Coont for me, coont for me, coont for me. Coont. Uh, next up, we have Got Mick with this anal bead head thing. Love it. Which I was living for. Yeah, this was fun. I don't have any anal beads, but now I want some. <laughs> I don't know. Are those better than the plug? <laughs> I don't have one of those either. But I've heard great things. I need to get back into it. Anyways, the thing about me. That's the portable um, one that Azalea Banks was talking about in that one video. Oh, <laughs> oh the vibrating one? <laughs> that she was like, do you just keep Love this it. in there? Like, what? <laughs> 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 She said, what is the goal? (laughs) And I honestly didn't have an answer for her. I didn't know what to tell her. We're going to put that in the clip. (laughs) Wait. Butt plug. Huh? Bitch, what is the tea on butt plugs? Am I supposed to put this in my ass and go to sleep like how the fuck am i supposed like what is what what how does this go how does this go like why is it shaped like this why is it built like this is this supposed to like be in my butt for an extended period or like is this just like an hourly thing or is this like a a quarter daily thing like how what is the science bitch what's the tea give me the tea ho so, but this was fun. This was cute. It almost seemed like a Tina Burner thing because it was red. But Tina Burner wouldn't. Not you thinking of Tina Burner yeah, every time there's red. <laughs> I'm not going to do that, but I do think it's hot. <laughs> I thought it was super cute. High fashion, different sized beads. Monochromatic. And giving you like different material beads because those were like balloon things for the head piece. Mm-hmm. So... And then actual anal beads on the body. <laughs> No, I'm kidding. I don't think it's actually. I don't think those are big enough. But who knows? I don't use them. However, different strokes. Every pussy is a snowflake. Additional detail I'm seeing in a photo right now that I did not see before is her heel had little beads on it too. Cute. Like the little stiletto piece. Mm hmm. On the back of it. Yeah. And I was like, okay, go all in on beads. Reminds me of like when Acid Betty had coins on the back of her heels for her Moneyball recreation. Mm hmm. Mm. Also, Details. the makeup was super cute here too. Agreed. Yeah, I love the makeup on here. I love this look always. This is a coon for me. Yeah, definitely. Coon for me. 
Okay, Olivia Lux. Um, I was trying real hard to not feel irked with the hair because I'm like, black girls just we all go to the same beauty store, but then someone was like, these are barrettes, they're not beads, and I'm like, okay, I guess that skews it for me. And then they were calling them some more the jump rope being beaded. So then at po- one point I was like, wait, so is this even achieving the the assignment? I already thought that in the beginning. I was like. Where the beads at, girl? Because I already knew where are the beads. I literally was like, where are the beads? Like, I I see the beads on your costume, um, and then she was jump roping, and I was like, yeah, I get that you thought that those were beads in your hair. That was your your whole point with the beads in your hair, Mm -hmm. but they're not beads. They barrettes, baby. So I was like, ooh, I literally looked and I was like, those are not. I mean, are they called beads? And then I looked that up, and I was like, I've never heard them be called beads. I've only called them, you know, barrettes. I mean, if you go by definition of a bead, it's just a circular thing with a hole in it. So I guess. (laughs) But, like, it's just not enough to me. Like... I mean, if it was was really what beads were because because those are those are specific like black girl style and like, we I'm know what beads that, are in black girl style like i'm surprised that considering there are black girl styles i'm not surprised that the judges didn't well they wanted to pass on the they didn't want and they're not going like, to talk about the performance that stuff. strong that this was cool and they're not going <laughs> to yeah, talk true. about black they weren't going to get yeah. like they're not about to be like oh these are not beads in black culture like they weren't going to do all that um, like these are correct <laughs> They're not going to talk about that. But even aside from that, just, like, the lack of beads on the outfit. It was just, like, a handful of beads glued on here and there. Mm -hmm. And, like, it looks good, but it's just not the assignment. Right. I have to give it a poon. Yeah. I mean, she won this week anyway, so she'll be fine. Yeah, that's the thing. (laughs) It's really, it's, it's, also the thing is, sometimes she fits her stuff really, really nicely and then sometimes her tailoring is a little, little bit off. Like, it's like, I feel like this should be a little bit nipped, like a tiny bit. Because Where? it's on the overall, just like in the waist a little bit. It's a little boxy on the top. I just feel like maybe it's her padding. I don't know. But it's just giving me a little bit of boxy in the chest area. Um, but I don't know. I'm if, boxy. I'm, <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, no, I feel like, uh, yeah, but anyway. I really enjoyed this look. I do agree with um with the your sentiments uh collectively that it does feel like it was an afterthought. All of it honestly to me seems like it was an afterthought from the beads and the hair to the gluing of the individual beads on the outfit and then the beaded jump rope around the waist. But I was trying to like tell myself and this was just what I was telling myself but like I was saying like, I don't know what she was trying to do. Like, who who am I? Like, I don't. But I, I thought it in the end, it all came together to create this girl that we're all f- kind of familiar with. So for that, for those for those reasons of how she put it together, the tailoring, I, I would I'm going to give it a, a coot myself. I'm giving it a poot. Poot. Mm-hmm. Okay. So then we did actually get a gown type of situation from Utica. 
but still not just like drenched in beads like I wanted, but <laughs> like literally I just want it to be so heavy you can barely walk because it's just straight up beads, like with a train of beads. Like like I guess you could. Well I mean I kinda at first would have mistook it for Pearl, but now but then I was like, I love Utica, so I'm not gonna do that to her. These are beads. <laughs> um but yeah, it looks good to me. I like the counts. Yeah. It wasn't like my fave, but I like it. It was dramatic. Yeah, it wasn't my fave. Well, it can't be your fave. <laughs> we haven't the next gotten two, top two. We haven't gotten. <laughs> Followed by some. But anyways. Yeah, I think it was a cute. For me. I really like this a lot myself. Yeah, and just like the draping of beads and like pearl beads. Like... I think this is the closest you were going to get to what you wanted, Misha. Yeah. As far as. That's why I'm like, as far I'm as living for this. Points. But, like, I just want everything covered in beads. Like, bead the whole fabric. Yeah, like, completely bead the woven house down. beads everywhere. Like, all over my body. Okay. That's drag. <laughs> so... Come on, drag. But this look is a coon. Mm-hmm. Coon thing. Yes, I agree. So Candy Muse. <laughs> Damn, bro, I just burned my fingers. Girl. When I say the next cunt goes to Candy fucking Muse, this, this is week, the best this week, look. I was so proud this week. Of the season, right, for me. Like, this is the best look for of the season for me. This look, when she came out, I said, <gasps> <laughs> yeah, she was like, "This is the best I've ever wanted to look." I said, "That's right." Literally, the whole monologue was just like, "I look so fucking good." And she really—I I can't even tell you what's made. This is made out of, made out of amazingness. Look at me. Um, and then the the hair. I I'm trying to. I don't know why. Maybe think of like some like Gaga like look she did with like her hair hat. But I'm sure plenty of people have done that. It was just. Head to toe. Head to toe. This was opulence. Like, when you say opulence, this would have gagged the children. I want whatever that, like, boa thing is. Ugh, so good. I need one, too. I also want that hat. Same. I just want the look. Korea. I want the titties. I want, I want it, it all. all. <laughs> the ass, uh, the slow walk. I love the slow walk. Yeah, it gave took me the time. I said, Ooh, it. <laughs> it gave me everything. <laughs> I'm looking at one of the screenshots and the caption just has T.S. Madison being like, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing is I wish there was more to like the look itself. Like, again, I just want more, but I loved the way this looked. It worked really well. It was creative. It was beautiful. It was just, like, when, I don't know, just all these different challenges. I'm, like, give me so much more, well, normally fabric, but in this term, just more on your body. But it worked because she had so much dangling everywhere. So there's still beads everywhere. I will everywhere. also say... I think on top of it also, like, because we give a lot of the skinny queens the whole, oh, you're just, when they wear, like, as minimal as possible, it's like, they're just relying on, like, wearing, like, a bikini or whatever to get on the body. So I'm glad they're, like, well, then, but, I, but like, they still like the look, but just because they're, like, a queen's just getting by on her body. So, like, I'm glad that, like, Candy was, like, well, I'm gonna do that, too. 
No, honestly, and, I mean, especially yeah, it looks amazing. Especially when you look like that, like when you have the body to be going out naked and be also opulent as hell. Like this is how you do a bodysuit with an embellishment. Like I had to look up the designer because this is drag to me. Like this is like full fantasy like, like old woman rich bitch fantasy like she would sit on the bench and i would sit right next to her and be like look like tell me about your life girl <laughs> like what is going on this why is, do you look so fabulous on the bench like this is the girl you see in central are, park no honestly when, the, when like the seasons are all done do they bring some of these looks back no. like when they're like out and about on the road? oh yeah yeah like, yeah sometimes yeah i mean yeah sometimes but i mean if you're on the road then you kind of want to wear something that's less like busy you, you know what i mean you you trying to say oh, hey bring it back for like another appearance oh definitely i feel like i mean this is kind of in i mean i don't know what goes into it but it looks easy look to put on but it looks kind of intricate so yeah. i don't know did Monet wear her um, sponge one again? Oh, no. That thing broke when she walked out the damn studio. <laughs> During the performance segment. She said, bitch, this thing broke. I wonder what Rue did with the, dress, the sponge dress Monet gave her. We need to see like, the like security footage of her <laughs> throwing it to the intern to burn it. They said, what the fuck is this? They wore this on your stage? And she didn't leave? Buy some new ones. Oh, she won? Oh, no. <laughs> she's a yeah, winner this, one of my oh, no. <laughs> this was like this would be like I usually have like one like cunt look but like this is when we get to the next one you'll see why I have two so yeah this is one of my top two yeah mine was the beige brigade for me I had two cunts during this and it was the beige brigade so we're good so is it I'm unanimous like the... that candy is coons yeah, probably. I mean, if you're not, I'm gonna super gonna talk to you. <laughs> we will have an intervention if someone is not with. You. If you don't think it's cool, you will. <laughs> <laughs> well, next up we have Simone. Just delicious. Yes. Excellent. And then her video afterwards on Instagram with her in the desert. Mm-hmm. I was like, girl. If you don't stop stomping this runway, like we get it, you're winning, right? No, get, honestly, still give us more. <laughs> honestly, and and Gigi, good, Miss Good. I need Bruh. who taught you these things? Who, who what? Um, who taught you how to do these people's hairs? <laughs> who taught you how to do these people's hairs? Because I'm getting a little suspicious. I'm like, who? don't tell me you was that friend at high right? school. Right? I was like, the one, the one who was with all the black girls being like, I can do your <laughs> were you not homeschooled? She seemed like a little homeschooled. She does seem like a homeschool bitch. You know? She must have been counting the beads. They must have had like a lesson like, as you do my hair, <laughs> count the beads. That's how we learn how to count the beads. Like, beads. girl, I was like, yo, mama would do your, your clothes and you be doing black people's hairs? Well, you're almost a black girl. Just go to Jada. Tell your mama to start doing things for Jada. And, and she'll be on point. That'll be a that'll be a factory. Girl, a factory. That's ridiculous. <laughs> factory. But yes, this was my other and the beaded uh, hair with her incredible. name in it. That's what I'm saying. Uh, that's ridiculous. Pattern. 
Just like the specificity of putting those damn bees in there. That's why I'm suspicious about beat GG fucking good. I'm like, that's too damn GG good, girl. Mm. I love it. I do wish there was just a little bit more again, because I just want it. I just want it so much. But it's gorgeous. I love it. Do you know exactly what? Or you just want it like some more to look at? Like, I almost wish it was like a skirt on the bottom, rather. Nah, fuck that. Or like, <laughs> yo, what about like parachute pants made out of beads? That would have been. I would have to see it before I deliver. Like it, in this pattern, would have been the pattern. I would still have to see. Yeah, it. because then in my, in my, I don't know how you gonna walk with the with weight it. of it. Would it be parachute? Like, and how honestly, does it fall? Like, what did she end up doing? <laughs> yeah, no. And honestly, isn't her whole gist that she's supposed to be showing her legs she with legs? a cutout? <laughs> I'm like, ew, girl, what is this? <laughs> this how's, how's the parachute this work? design is too amazing. You know what? Sketch it up. Sketch it up. Yes, I will get you yeah. a render. <laughs> Please. <laughs> I love the culture in this look, though. Yes, I love it. Mm. I just want more. Movie. I get it. It's 100% a coon, though. Mm-hmm. Same. I'll, I'll think of this every February now. <laughs> <laughs> Don't think of the next one, girl. <laughs> think of that every Halloween. Tina Burner. <laughs> I I want to enjoy that holiday. So I mean, she was you know okay. Then think of her every Mardi Gras since that's what she was going for. This just gave me very like very hocus pocus mm-hmm. like hocus pocus does Mardi Gras like <laughs> but the titties out and everything. <laughs> I was like, girl, the sound of that of that belt of beats hitting the floor. <laughs> you know, I was already like, I'm done. I'm over it. I'm gonna have I hate you. <laughs> I'm like, and then I saw the rest. I was like, it was even worse. That's the thing. If if like the skirt was so ugly. like, it was so like anticlimactic mm-hmm. of a skirt. It hit in the wrong places. I was like, this 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 is not this is not doing oh, it. She- and what makes me laugh is she really being walk- the confidence? Like she, no, when like you she said like the she confidence, is, like she left no crumbs on the plate she's, with this no, outfit. She threw, and wait till you see this next room. She threw that belt off like she was doing something. She was like, "Oh, watch this, girl. Oh, you ain't never seen nothing like that." This. Hand was gripping that hip like what? And I was like, but the thing is, you have to be that confident. You have yeah. to be. You have to sell that thing. But you but do. You know what? Dumb. I'm smiling. I'm laughing. Thank you for the dopamine. I guess. So, no, it's 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 it was it would have been actually fine for me. Like it would have been ugly, but I'd have been like, okay, I would have given it a lot of leeway if it was not the reveal. Like honestly, I would have been like, okay, cool. Yeah, at first I was fine I, with it. I was like, you didn't have to rip off. Nope, anything. not a damn thing needed to be ripped off because every single layer that she ripped off was worse. It's like it went from worse to worse. It really did, and to worse or worse. She was like, and I took a note from Michelle and went with bigger hair. I was like, yes, bigger red. It's ridiculous. (laughs) One of the reveals should have been ripping off the sleeves because I also didn't need those. So, oh well. But yeah, this was not it. Misha's like, I need more. Except for those sleeves, I need them off. I need, I need less. less. I need you to rip this. Girl, you be, you, you be great on this. Great at this man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let me stop. But I need so many more beads with this. Like literally, because oh, at the end of the day, when she walked off stage, yeah. how many beads were on her body? She had a little dangling on her, on her nipples and on. And you know, that's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. 
I think she just wanted to be heard on that stage when she dropped them beads. Because, uh... She really just makes me laugh and, like, die. No, like, she really does. She does. She's, like, she's, like, always got something to say. Like, when you say always, she's always, like, and I'm here, too. Tina Brown. <laughs> yeah. And it's, like, and it's kind of bad because her reception is not good. Like, she's the lowest followed queen from this season. So it's just, like, really oh, wow. sad. Even, to, even to more, s- more than Ellie? Oh, like, when I say, I said what I said. So she's the lowest yeah. followed queen of this season. And it's really sad because she, because she, like, always has a something to say. She always has a freaking confessional. She never ha- skips an episode. And she's always, yep. like, putting her opinion out there. And she's like, and who's ready? I'm ready. And like, then where she's the narrator of the and show. And then it's just like not for for no avail. <laughs> like it's like ooh. I'm like Lalaurie was right there and y'all threw her away as your narrator. I mean I mean, this is a little bit more funny because it's like, ooh, girl, she really is she's really she's going for it. She thinks she's gonna be well received. I mean, and it's sad that she's <laughs> but it's like she really thinks she's gonna be well received. It's like a silky like the delusion, <laughs> but like there's still like talent there, obviously. So it's like I don't know. No, no. I'm, just, I'm gonna leave her alone. Yeah, it's a poop. Super poop. Well, then, last but not least. Oh, if we can super poop, <laughs> I'm gonna do that too. <laughs> and I felt shoulders. I'm... Now I'll leave her alone. <laughs> well, last but not least is Elliot with two T's. Like, this is like when I say finally, I don't see like housewife. And like, or I see housewife, but like housewife doing Mardi Gras, and like they're in a costume, so it's cute. You know what I mean? So I will coop this. Like I'm not mad at this, and it was shiny and glittery, and thank you. And covered in beads. Yes, and it was made out of like that's why. No, no, I just needed more, Misha. Don't you think? Like I would want a little bit more. However, I think this kind of worked because it pretty much was entirely made of beads. Yeah. Yeah, no, I love it. And I completely agree. Like, it's not really giving you housewife. Maybe housewife at a Halloween party. (laughs) You're giving the flapper vibes. But (laughs) that, oh, love that. But I love this. This is so cute. Like, I want this low key. I would wear this. No, honestly, I would wear this too. Like, and the sleeves are, did you, did you beat this? Mm -hmm. It reminds me of Roxy Andrews' uh, licorice look that she had in season four for her ball. Mm-hmm. I see that. How it, how it just falls. Mm-hmm. Like, so I do see what Misha's saying. Like, I, if, they had, if someone did a look where the beads really just kind of moved with you when you moved. But we had Simone for that, so I wasn't mad. But there wasn't a lot. No, honestly, you are right. Because Roxy Andrews, turn, when we say turn those licorice sticks out. Oh, oh my gosh. They she whipped those things and it was a lot and that's laid is top is top tier drag queen because she laid that shit out and Misha you would have been proud like you watched season five and that was her second seen it I just need to I'm looking it up right now because you will be proud that looks like you will be proud because it was just like it was like literally the way that it moved was so impeccable it was so impeccable. But no, I get it because I'm like, oh, now I'm seeing like, yeah, they could have done more because these are these aren't looks that they made. These are right, looks they that they that already shit. had made. 
So with like it's true. No, it's true. So I'm only really looking at Denali and um Candy, you know, as the top tier. And you know Simone, but you know, the beads, the beads, the beads, girl. Beads. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. The girls <laughs> that are out here about the buildering it. But yeah, no, I I agree. They could have everybody could have had a little bit more beads on there, but there were people that had beads, standout beads. So good for them. And for Elliot, I give him a coon. coon. Wait, yes. <laughs> I was like, hold on. Yeah. Yes. Wait. You, that, that felt weird coming out your mouth. Uh, two T's, I get one coont. <laughs> uh, yes, a coont. Okay. Well, that wraps up our coont or poont segments. Segments. Do we have any standout moments from the episodes for uh, the Mario rendition? Was... <laughs> that, was um, that was so much. The nostalgia. Needed. Honestly, I feel like they should have just had... I don't know. I don't know how you can work that back. <laughs> but anyways. Um, love that. Um, again, buy Bad Bitch Tip on anywhere you can get it. I'm on my get money, bad bitch tip, nigga. I'm on my get money, bad bitch tip, nigga. I'm on my get money, bad bitch tip, nigga. I'm on my get money, big money. Um, my top three queens are Candy... Simone. And do I have a, another third one? I'm going to get that to La La Because I really did like her presence on this show. I feel like she's going to be missing. I'm still out. rooting for I you to go, but I just hope the next thing has nothing I to do with acting. Sis. It was bad for her this week. Yeah, I'm trying to think of Miss Congeniality. Now that we're getting to like the, just need to give her a the root of it, like the, the meat of the season, I'm like, yeah, I could see Lala getting Miss Congeniality. I'm be. like thinking, yeah, there's really not really anybody else other than like a Denali or a Utica that could really try to get a Miss Congeniality because everybody else is like kind of shady. Oh, how do they feel about? I don't really look at the like outside views about like these queens because um, I'm trying to have a good time. But how do they feel about like the knowledge sort of being fussed over like always being safe and having that outburst and then talk? Was there like any? I mean, they always like... people always are always are always like you shouldn't. The the judges are right basically, and then there's always people that are like you know you're right, but there's opinions. Uh, opinions are opinions, yeah. and you're. <laughs> And that's that. So, yep, back to not caring. Um, Did anyone else? Yeah, I know my thoughts. Did anyone else have any other standout moments? Not really. Other than, like, just... I liked how Candy got, like, a remorseful edit this, this, this episode. I feel that. Not like it's an edit, but, like, there, there was a little bit of resolution, and it's not just, just boisterous, loud candy. It's like there, yeah. there. She's getting the first like bit of layers out of anybody. She's getting the layers because she, she already gave, gave you explosive energy, and now she's giving you the same type of energy. But people are kind of understanding it a little bit better. Um, she's also offering it a little bit better um, with a lot more. Um, kindness, but I guess yeah, how can you do that in the beginning when you don't really know anybody? Mm-hmm. T. Well, I really enjoyed the um, the Mari moment as well, and 
that was the only one. That's like the only one that's coming to my mind at the moment. But I know we all enjoyed that moment because, hey, it's a good moment. But if that isn't, um, if no one else has any other additions, one last time, does anyone? I'm just glad we got a different judge than Nicole Byer. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. And who else is that other one? Not too Lonnie much. Love. Oh, Lonnie Love. Yeah. Not yeah, not that I don't like her, her, but like, I want I to see more than her every time. Yeah. <laughs> I guess it was like clearly contained. I mean, they're bringing back Jamal Sims. And I love T.S. Madison. I forgot to talk about T.S. Madison. Mm-hmm. I love was her. She, was that her first time? Yeah. Being a, being a judge? That's I so think, surprising. yeah, I'm pretty sure that was the first time. And I was like, and I loved well, them talking about each other. They better other. bring her back too then. <laughs> like, I just love Drew and Michelle and T.S. Madison's energy always together. They always just go back mm-hmm. and forth because they don't they don't have any like any boundaries because all of them are like ignorant assholes. So they just like get to talk to each other any old type of way and producers just edit it. So that's really nice. It's kind of like fun. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like when you have like good flowing vibes, like you guys work well together and you guys know that that you are comfortable with whatever, we'll, then you're we'll fine. Exactly. And so and I want her back because their energy is really, really nice. And they and Rue knows like T S Madison's like behaviors and quotes and stuff and not really most people know how much of an icon she is. Yeah. Greatest hits? Come here. I'm in the mood right now to see some really huge dicks. Bring them on. Every single motherfucking hater alive is a cockroach. Don't step over them. Step on them bitches. Bitch. Y'all hoes sleep? Well, if you are, honey, get up. Gorgeous. Gorgeous. Gorgeous with a penis. I was 13 years old and I wanted titties. (laughs) Bitch, I'm finna ninjutsu your back, bitch. Cause of that nigga you took from me back when we was Every time you hoes call me fat, bitch, I go in there and fix me a motherfucking plate. Mm. T.S. Madison, honey, and I was sitting up here, wig was sliding all the way to the back, but I slid it back to the front cause I can do that. No way, bitch. Hell, I like my dick super size. Fuck, I'ma do with a kitty dick. Get the fuck out of here. That- I went out to eat at Applebee's tonight, and um, I just came home. I'm still motherfucking hungry, bitch. Be yourself, bitch. Step your pussy up, honey. Get a job. Own a business, bitch. Suck a dick. Um, but um, yeah. Hopefully they'll bring her back since they're. It seems like at least there's at least two appearances in some of these judges. But why am I trying to predict things on this damn show? I'm with yeah, it. I wouldn't. Yeah, I would hope, but like I don't know. I don't. Maybe they. Maybe they do do that. Maybe maybe they are doing like two appearances and then they're out. So then they're held for like oh two like three four weeks maybe each or whatever. Maybe maybe. I feel that they're probably booking people that are here in LA too. It's like, hey, oh hey, well, definitely. That's why Nicole Byer is like, oh, they're like, yeah. you're down yeah, the street. That's why T.S. Madison's there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and Jamal Sims lives there. And they're too. like, and I'm pretty sure Lonnie Love does because she's does the real. And they're, I'm like, where are they based out of? Likely Burbank, but not sure. But very possible, also there. Mm-hmm. Cali. Um, how do you guys feel about what the next episode's gonna? The, the musical, the social media musical. I'm excited. I mean, I'm excited for a lot of these girls because a lot of these girls can perform really well. So, 
I'm more. I'm hoping that the material. Itself yeah, but what, what can you? But I mean, that's you know, that's every. That's that's the gamble with Drag Race. You're like, I hope that y'all give them some, and it be. <laughs> and as far as we're going, I think I guess after this will be Snatch Game, or after that one will be. I snatch. guess it's typical. I mean, typically. Have I was like, damn, it's been a minute. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, it's like it's like it's been like it's been a range between like six to nine, because depending on like if there's a fifteen person season or if there's like mm-hmm. a 10 person mm-hmm. season you know what i mean but yes it's about that so it should be in the next few weeks all right well as that approaches we will be in the lab cooking up another episode for the listeners at home so until then do we have any final comments ladies <laughs> All right, well then, these are the girlies. I'm gonna go eat a hey, pizza. one last time, a final roll call for the listeners. I'm Carlos. I'm Misha. I'm, I'm Mama. Billy. And this has been another Drag Race review. Thank you for listening, and we'll be back next week. Thank you, ladies. Peace out. Bye. <laughs>